Welcome to the IT Pro Podcast. This is Richard Hay from ITProToday.com. Good to be with you. It has been a while since we've done a podcast here at ITProToday.com. We actually started up a podcast last year, but with the fall migration to the new company uh, under Informa, leaving Penton, we decided to put it on a back burner and just kind of let it rest. And we decided uh, the time was right to uh, come back at it, see if we can't get this podcast rolling, talking to industry experts so that you get a little bit of that background inside information uh, to hear from these folks that are impacting technologies for IT pros across the board. So we decided to start this back up at Microsoft Ignite, which recently wrapped up in Orlando, Florida. And I had the chance to sit down with Rick Klaus. Rick is just starting up a new team at Microsoft under Azure called Cloud Ops Advocates. It is targeting IT pros that are starting to work in that mixture of the cloud and on-premises or maybe fully on cloud or fully in the cloud and that their team is being built to help bring a seat to the table of the engineering table on the high-level Azure stuff in order to make sure that ops and things like that that are tied to Azure run the way ops needs to be run for that. So he is he has filled a team, continues to fill that team out. They are they are well-known folks and they are their own subject matter experts in this area of IT ops. And so I got to spend about 20 minutes with Rick on the show floor talking a little bit about what he's bringing to the table with this new team. So have a listen. Thanks. Um, so anyway, we're here at Microsoft Ignite in Orlando this week. And it's been a good week. How's your Ignite been so far? To me, this is like a summer camp for geeks. <laughs> it is the best time. I have so much fun walking around the hallways, literally high-fiving people, geeking out, getting selfies with people that I want to get selfies with. But then people want to get selfies with me. Right. And that's crazy. But uh, I have a great time. I love it. I I call it de-virtualizing. Oh, yeah? So you meet people you've known on Twitter forever or a long time, and you've interacted there, but you finally get to meet that person in, in person. Right. And I am the same way. I approach others that I want to de-virtualize, mm -hmm. and then I have others that come to me because they follow me on Twitter or something right on, like that. Right. It's always a, a unique experience. But this is a big show, 30,000 people. Yep. Right? Yep. And so today, uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm sitting with Rick Klaus right now. Uh, many of you know him as one half of Patch and Switch, right? <laughs> him and Joey Snow, and, and their very popular uh, podcast that they do on Channel 9. You're, you're far podcast, too kind. Video cast, far you're, too kind? You're far too kind. It's not popular. You okay, might have then like 20 people hat. to it. Everybody knows him for his <laughs> Tilly hat. But um, Rick has recently moved into a new position and yep. starting a new mission, a new kind of effort within Microsoft, uh, operations related, because we hear a lot about developers. We hear, And that's you need that, right? Mm -hmm. Developers have got to be involved. We don't have software without the developers. Right. There's no doubt about it. So you've moved into a new position. You were telling me a little bit about it, but but why don't you share a little bit of background about what's going on in this new team you've started or sure that thing. is around you? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, I'm a I'm the lead of the team that's called a Cloud Ops Advocates. Um, I, I like to call us just simply the the, uh, the Azure Advocates or the Cloud Advocates. Uh, and we have an, a quote-unquote target audience of people that work in the IT operations space, the IT pros, the LAN admins, the sysadmins, that uh, for my team in particular, work inside of what I call the Microsoft ecosystem. So the folks that have on-premises server, Server 2008 R2, um, Server 2019 just launching, their right. GA in the next coming weeks or so. Yeah. I don't know when this guy's going to be released, but uh, it's coming up. So the, the, the rank and file folks that work with the Microsoft solutions on-premises, uh, in Azure, uh, maybe in a hybrid environment, whatever it happens to be. And uh, the advocacy role is, is slightly different because I, I actually just celebrated my 14 years, which is crazy, right. at Microsoft uh, earlier in September. And I started off as a technology evangelist back then. 
Uh, and technology evangelism was about basically getting the word out, standing on the corner with a soapbox and a megaphone and talking about right. why XPSP2 was so fantastic right. and why you had to get it out for the enterprise uh, back then. Uh, but uh, technical evangelism kind of evolved over the years to the point where um, it kind of almost was getting kind of deprioritized. It was no longer in vogue to be able to go off and right. talk along those lines anymore. Um, and that's when I shifted out of that role to go work in engineering for three years to learn how the sausage is made. Uh, but uh, the advocacy movement is a relatively new one that's around that basically is going and talking with different communities in person, online, uh, at events, um, at meetups, at user group meetings and stuff like that, that are active participants inside of those different communities and those areas. But then listening to what their problems are, listening to what their complaints are, what their blockers are to use different technologies, in this case the Microsoft ecosystem, to be able to bring their feedback about their pains and their problems back to the engineering teams uh, from a, in, in the industry, we call it from a breadth perspective. So you don't have to be a customer that is managed by an account team that has, you know, 20,000 seats of exchange or something like right. that. Instead, it's like literally anybody that happens to have an interest in that area or work in that area, um, you're part of that community. We can take the feedback and then bring that back to the engineering teams to be able to help with planning and to help with uh, the next revisions of different iterations of software so, uh, to make it better. Now, you said Azure. Yes. All right. For anybody in the know, that's cloud. Right. IT pros in cloud? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. It's the IT operations group inside of um, inside of the online community and the regular community um, obviously have been brushing up against or have been um, turning a blind eye towards or just too busy to have to worry about it uh, over the years. And that's something that I was dealing with in my previous roles working at Microsoft, trying to prepare people for it. But, but ultimately, I'm seeing more and more people need to know more about the cloud, hyperscale, and how it works. Uh, and they're now faced with the opportunity of, can I pivot my career, learn more about it, and be able to take the, my tribal knowledge of what I have from on-premises, my way of working with PowerShell, my way of working with servers and infrastructure, and my data centers, and then apply that as an extension up inside of an Azure environment. Right. And so I've got folks on my team that are data center specialists that have been working data centers all their lives, that uh, have been looking at how they can integrate into migration of certain services into an Azure environment, into an AWS environment, or start to turn on and use hybrid services like backup and restore or Azure site recovery for being right. able to do a, a synchronization of boxes up inside of Azure. And we can provide them those resources about how they can go off and start to use these in the IT operations space. But at the same time, we can also find out what their blockers are. So maybe they have a, an Oracle database that has a, too many transactions and it's too fast to be able to do a complete synchronization to be able to do what they want to have at work. Or they have a slightly more complex scenario that's been not it hasn't been documented all that well uh, and how to do it inside of the the, the docs on docs.microsoft.com space right. or something like that. We can, besides taking feedback on how to make the experience better on the engineering side, we also go out and we create content um, to put on at events like Microsoft Ignite as far as sessions are concerned or uh, create training videos or create what I call assets uh, of documentation right. that are kind of outside of the regular clearly defined area um, of using the product uh, that works specific to those individual needs. Because if, if one person has that problem, more than likely right. other people other do too. Do. Yep. And you know, you may not all be a 100,000 user multinational company called Contoso that has uh, Azure Active Directory issues when they're trying to authenticate for their SaaS application or right. something like that. So how do you tailor it down to someone that makes it more sense for that individual user? 
so you were talking about the the opportunity to learn to train right people there's a lot of discussion about hybrid this week at ignite mm -hmm. um, because it, i think microsoft understands that not everybody is there yet not everybody's ready to make that leap to the cloud correct Yep. And, and so you guys are really providing opportunity to put the toe in the water, mm -hmm. right? Try it out, little steps and movement towards that goal. But you mentioned learning in, about this stuff. So in fact, this week, Microsoft launched uh, Microsoft Learn, right. a new certification, a free role-based certification program, in fact, it, where they can learn about Azure Ops mm -hmm. and Azure developing and Azure op, you know, doing things in Azure. Um, what value do programs like that bring to these IT pros that maybe they're not here at Ignite? Maybe they're yeah. not hearing this message. Well, the cool thing, so I'm going to obviously plug the URL. It's microsoft.com slash learn is the yep. landing page to be able to find it. Uh, currently, it's targeted towards a couple of different roles that we've seen in the industry that uh, has a guided path of different modules to take. Each of those modules are broken down into tasks that you can go off and do. Now, the neat thing about it is it's not just individual step-by-step, -step, here's what you do. It can actually be more complex than that if you want to for scenarios. And it also pre-provisions and sets up your environment for you that you don't have to pay for to be able to use it. So if I want you to use Azure and try out how to create your first VM, right. I don't want you to have to plunk down your credit card to do it. So free so access to Azure resources free access to Azure through this resources learning. For the purposes of doing those modules, when you've okay. done the modules, those resources go away. Ah, oh, gotcha. So that's that. Currently we're focusing on the main paths of being able to try some things, but actually my team is involved to create those unique scenarios that don't exist in there right now. So we're going to be making content specific for on-premises 2019. Uh, to go fit in there that may not be on the main path, but is there as kind of a air quotes elective that you could go right. off and just try. Uh, and it will give you a sandbox environment to be able to go off and try it and play it because 2019 is very much on this hybrid space right. uh, as you could go off and use. So uh, we're opening up the ability to have content created and suggestions and stuff like that. And then potentially if we get enough feedback that we need to have a particular module or session right. drafted up, uh, my team and other teams can go off and, and create them. So, so it's an awesome resource. Let's talk a little bit about your team. You've mentioned them sure. several times. Uh, now, uh, you kind of put together a, a bunch of, a, I'm going to label them super stars. I know these guys as fellow MVPs right, and things right. like that. But uh, what was what was your goal when you put this team together? What were you looking for? So it's, it's actually, I got a little bit of story about this if, if you got some time. Yep. Um, uh, I literally was having a taco in front of a taco truck. Um, and uh, the gentleman that's the GM that's responsible for this uh, is called Jeff Sanquist. He's one of the original founding members that created Channel 9 11, 12 years ago. Um, anyway, he created this team called Cloud Developer Advocates. And so the team that I'm on and am creating is called Cloud Operations Advocates or Cloud Ops Advocates. Um, we sat down and had a conversation and I came back after a weekend of thinking about it and actually wrote him a big long email of saying, okay, if I had resources, here's what I would do. Here's the approach I would use. Here are the different technology areas I would focus on because they're the most in demand for where the IT operation space is right now, where they should have some kind of representation. And here's some people that I think would be really awesome in it. And here's their Twitter handle. Here's some things that they've done online and stuff like that. Well, it turns out that he took that information to heart and also with a bunch of other people kind of distilled it down to what we call the two-pager. And then he submitted the two-pager into um, his management chain, eventually made up to Scott Guthrie, and right. he said, you know what, this is something we got to do, let's do it. So it comes from on high, so this is important. Yep. Uh, but then he presented that information on a broader basis, but he didn't take the names out of the people that he recommended, oh, that I recommended, and right. others. And so all of a sudden I was getting pinged by people saying, hey, um, 
why is my name on this thing? And, and uh, are you are you looking to hire or something? So some of them came that way, but it, it was rather funny. Right. But uh, I, my goal was I wanted to get and build a team that is is going to be representative of the diversity of technology that is inside of the IT operation space. It's not all about moving your apps to the cloud. It's right. also about how do you run your rank and file servers? How do you back them up? How do you manage them? How do you monitor them? Um, I wanted to have a diversity in geography to be able to cover off different time zones and different locations, different cultures uh, mm -hmm. as well. Uh, and so I've got team members that are in Australia, North America, East Coast and West Coast. I'm hiring some people in Europe and in Asia Pacific as well. Um, and I wanted to have a, a diversity in in, uh, in in gender and in sex and right. religion as well because I feel that it brings a broader vision into the group as a whole as far as the team is concerned, even if the industry isn't all the way there right, right. now. So um, I'm... Uh, always trying to find people that fit into this kind of category. And I, I wouldn't call them rock stars. I'd call them more champions. Champions very, is a good word. They're yeah. passionate. I know a few of those, those folks. So I, yeah. would, I would say that. You know, they're, they're definitely passionate about the different areas that they work in. So um, can I mention names of some of the folks? I on my don't team? have a problem. Go okay. ahead. So, so I've got uh, Exchange Goddess online uh, Twitter handle. Her name is Pumala Schmidt. Uh, and she is one of my friends that is in Philadelphia that uh, is really big on sand storage, uh, storage arrays, um, used to be virtualization and exchange right. type stuff. Right. Uh, but she's actually moved more into a, a cloud strategy type of position. She's now on the team, which is awesome. Sonia Cuff uh, out of Australia is yep. one that's joined as well. She was more inside of the small, medium business and SaaS Office 365 solutions for administrators. Right. Uh, she's on the team, but she's got some awesome broad knowledge just around Azure itself and how that can work. Right. Um, Michael Bender uh, from the crew and yep. from uh, also the higher ed education space. Uh, so he brings a strong core content curriculum development uh, background, uh, but also very much into um, new people coming into the industry, uh, what their challenges are, what their, their perspectives are for things like that. Those are my three external hires. I took three internal hires as well to balance it for people that could get started fast and help right. grow the team. Uh, one was out of Canada, Pierre Romain, who is about data center migration and uh, on-premises technologies. Anthony Bartolo, uh, which is about IoT for operations people, uh, for being able to manage sphere devices, right. uh, intelligent ed devices as well. And then finally, the last guy is my bridging technology between the dev world and the IT pro world, um, the operations world, um, with containers and containerization, uh, Neil Peterson, who does stuff um, with uh, Kubernetes and Kubernetes containers for IT pros. That's my current team right now. Gotcha. <laughs> and, and you said you were growing a little bit, looking yep. to Europe and stuff. So yep. where are we going to see this team? In what ways are we going to, will people have the opportunity to interact with them? Okay, so as you mentioned, uh, um, I would call it AZ Ops because of my Canadian AZ, heritage. right. So I'm AZ married to Ops. a Brit, so Z I get. You yep. got it. So, so basically what we do is uh, we have a, uh, a blog that we just are starting before night kicked off, uh, itopstalk.com, which just redirects into Microsoft Technical Communities, okay. which is where you'll be able to find all this awesome content right. from Microsoft yep. Ignite going forward. So we have a little small blog that's there uh, that's made for, for content. It's not about the champions and the, the, you call them rock stars, but basically it's not about the personas and the individuals, it's about the areas that we're passionate about. Okay. It's, not, it's about the content, it's not about the individuals. Okay. That's where we're gonna be blogging and doing stuff there. Uh, but then also we follow a hashtag that we've kind of adopted and have taken over, because it hasn't been used, and that is AZOPS, or AZOPS, okay. uh, for um, Azure operations folks. But it's very important to note, 
we work both in the on-premises space, Windows Server, uh, server migrations, uh, server upgrades, and stuff like that as well, uh, because that's core bread and butter stuff for where right. IT pros are these days and having struggles with these days too. And so we follow the AZ Ops stuff. So if you have questions, post them out so on that So somebody thing. could tweet you and use the hashtag Absolutely. AZOps and somebody's going to pick up on that. Absolutely. Whoever's I, awake in the right time zone at that moment. We're almost following the sun, but not quite. Are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. Like, uh, Sonia will mention that she's just starting to go to bed and then all of a sudden it's coming up for Bender to come online. Yep. So uh, we're yep. almost to that point right now. That's awesome. Uh, so, all right. So we know that there's a way to reach out right. uh, to get an avenue into this feedback loop that you guys have. I mean, just the sheer fact that you guys have a seat at the engineering table. Mm -hmm. You know, there's another common theme running through Microsoft, and I've seen it here at Ignite as well, and it's this, everybody has heard of the Windows Insider program, right? right? They right. get early Absolutely. builds of Windows, and you get to test and try things out. It, this is a similar type of thing. It's an early opportunity to get feedback into the team, even if you're just one person sitting in a remote office somewhere, right? If you've got the access to social media, or in other channels, I'm yep. assuming, through the web. Email or web or comments. Um, they can reach out and say, hey, this is a challenge I hit, and that might just be enough to create a change. Oh, certainly, yes. Um, as you mentioned, the advocacy movement is about taking the comments and feedback and challenges with those different communities and bringing them back into the engineering table to be able to go off and to address and fix and resolve. Whether that's a change in the products and right. new functionality, the product that wasn't there, fixing of a problem or a solution with the product that we didn't, we were blind to because right. we didn't have that particular experience, or even creation of resources to like be documentation, to, yeah, documentation, Maybe it's just documentation or step by steps or labs or Microsoft Learn modules or whichever, uh, that could happen as well. Uh, as a way of being able to fix it. So uh, AZ Ops is one way to do it from a perspective of sharing it. But then also part of my team I'm challenging them with this year is trying to find conferences, not like Microsoft Ignite where right. it's first party, but also look for third party conferences. And so actually um, a good friend of mine, Rod Trent, actually offered me to be a That's keynote That's right. Speaker. We're going to see you in Dallas yeah, next in month Dallas, as our keynote yeah. for our IT DevCon. I'll be keynoting and the subject is going to be Ops is more than just DevOps. Uh, very, very cool. Very good conversation to have in a room full of IT operations folks. Uh, and then I've actually got about four of my team members are going to be there as well, delivering content. Oh, uh, very cool. Session too. So oh, we'll be I there. didn't realize that, that you guys were that involved in IT DipCon. I will be there. I'm covering the event for awesome. us for the site. Yeah. Um, last last thing, all right? People sure. are going to hear this advocate word. And mm -hmm. they're going to sometimes evangelization comes into play there. How's this not marketing and sales? Well, I've got nothing against marketing and sales. Right, they, they play an important role. I have a lot of friends that are in marketing and sales as well. Um, and there are people that are very technical that work at Microsoft that are inside of marketing areas and inside the sales areas too. Um, the difference is that it's really a perception piece when you're talking with the outside of Microsoft place, outside of community place, uh, with regards to, hey, I'm talking with Pierre and Pierre is an advocate and I know that I'm talking to him, he's not trying to upsell me on something. He's not trying to grab my contact information and be able to put me on some kind of a mailing list to be able to go off and do stuff or right. to, to profile me to be able to get better services and stuff like that on it. Um, we, it's not our goal. Our goal, we're, we're literally, we're metriced on success by how much influence we brought back to the engineering team to make products better and right. to make it easier for our customers to use. We're not metriced on how much reach we have, how many bums and seats are inside these conferences, or how many sales uh, conferences, uh, speeches that we've done have generated as far as the stuff that we've done. So 
it literally is a seat at the engineering table for discussion for planning to the point where the broad developer advocacy and operations advocacy effort within Microsoft, we have a seat at the table with Scott Guthrie on a monthly basis where we have a window of time to bring up some of these larger ticket items. And I've seen them where Scott will turn around and say, is what they say correct? Are you working on this? When's the when's it going to get fixed? <laughs> and that blows my mind. Yeah. So that's, that's the impact and the power that you have. Um, by connecting with us. And we have an equal seat at that table too in the operation space now that my team's up and running on the board. Very good. So one last time, remind people the blog post and sure the hashtag. So I'm hoping I get this right or my social uh, friend is going to kill me, but it's itopstalk.com. Okay. Uh, redirects over to a community. The tech community, Microsoft tech community, tech community, community which has kind of become, the, it's kind of replacing TechNet, where we used to see a lot of content. Uh, but I it's can't a officially great, comment on that because I don't know the official I gotcha. stance. Okay. But, but I will say this, in my experience, tech community is yeah. where you go to learn about stuff that's happening on yeah. Microsoft Teams yeah. and products and services. Absolutely. And that's where you'll find a lot of content and articles and, and other stuff that's driven up. There's more than just forums as well. Right. For sure. Uh, and it's where all the post records of Microsoft Ignite is that's going correct. to be and, and landed on there as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, it redirects over to there. And our goal is to have about three or four quality posts up there a week. So we're setting it as a regular cadence. Uh, but then also we're looking at also opening it up for other people to be able to contribute to it as well, too, once we get their trust and understand their right. passion, their connection, uh, because it's not just about us. Okay. The, the whole thing is about the content that's created to help people go off and use it. So you've got friends in the MVP and RD community that uh, are looking for outlets to be able to have some of their stuff published as well. We're definitely going to be looking to partner with them Very as well, cool. too. Very cool. So it's itopstalk.com yeah. and the hashtag? It's AZOps or AZOps if you are if on you the live south of the border. South of the border. <laughs> <laughs> the 49th parallel, uh, AZ Ops uh, on Twitter as well. And obviously, any one of us uh, is going to be on there and responding to those questions or comments uh, as they come up. All right, superb. Well, Rick, thanks for taking the time to sit down and uh, chat about this, and I wish you guys the best of luck. We'll be watching. Hey, thank you very much, Richard. Superb. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Cheers.